Fuck you, I won't do as you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do as you tell me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Advice from a Dirty Old Man. This is Dirty Old Man speaking. We're listening to Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine. What a wonderful fucking song. Uh, I heard it 20 years ago and it still has the same impact. If we could only, 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 only pay more attention to this kind of things. But let me uh, read you something that I've uh, been reading for a while now. And uh, apparently now it's become really popular because of a Netflix show. But... I've been having it on my um, on my uh, library for years now, and I read it every now and then. So let me read just a little excerpt of this. We attribute the social and psychological problems of modern society to the fact that the society requires people to live under conditions radically different from those under which the human race evolved, and to behave in ways that conflict with the patterns of behavior that the human race developed while living under the earlier conditions. It is clear from what we have already written that we consider lack of opportunity to properly experience the process, the power process as the most important of the abnormal conditions to which modern society subjects people. But it is not the only one. Before dealing with disruption of the power process as a source of social problems, we will discuss some of the other resources. Among the abnormal conditions present in modern industrial society are the excessive density of population, isolation of men from nature, excessive rapidly of rapidity of social change, and the breakdown of natural small-scale small scale communities such as the extended family, the village, or the tribe. Now, why am I reading from Ted Kaczynski's manifesto? First of all, because it is one of the most enlightening documents ever to be written in modern times. And second of all, because he was nuts. Okay, so geniality always comes as nuts. But what I've been thinking about, this particular, particularly these two paragraphs that I just read, is the fact of what the future holds for most of us. Now, I'm a dirty old man, so I will not be here for too long. I intend to, because the alternative is not a good one, but it's the inevitable inevitable uh, end of human beings so but as the world today so this, the, the changes in in this last this past year have been so radical so radical that I think mm, you need to have some perspective as to understand how radical these changes are and the perspective is sadly induced only by age okay so if you're 20 years of age you're definitely not uh, in a situation in which you can understand how these changes might affect 
the world that we've lived in. So yeah, you need perspective, you need age, you need to have been in this world and live in different situations to understand that the changes occurring now are really transcendental. Because uh, I'm not going to go through the whole uh, dynamics of uh, society and how they've uh, uh, how they have broken in the last year, and, and and the more they will be broken pretty soon. But as to how the future looks for people who have lived a little bit now, consider this: uh, I'm probably the last generation, probably the the one ahead of me also, but one of the last generations that actually lived both worlds, pre-digital world to the post-digital world. So uh, when I was a kid, we had the most you could have was a line land, and, and that was it. And if you had to meet with friends, well, you went where friends met, and if they were there, good, and if they weren't there, tough shit. You had to look uh, your way around. Uh, so communications were really scarce. The, the, uh, the, the humanization of relations were pretty, pretty strong. Uh, recognition of, of, uh, of a friendship, recognition of a relationship, of an intimacy with your friends and your peers and, and people who you considered close were, were, were honest, were clean, were rough in some way. And uh, now this has changed tremendously. And the transition was swift but constant. Okay, so I believe starting in the mid-90s, early 90s, mid-90s, it all started to change towards what we today see as a complete uh, lack of human socialization at that level at least. And uh, the individualization they have fed an individualization uh, dynamics among us so you must think uh, and i blame part of it to this positive psychology that uh, yes you can the universe will obey if you if you put your mind to it and think positive and you're the best person in the world and you and protecting kids and young people from failure and from bullies and from all these things that have forged humanity throughout time I am the product of that old-fashioned school in which you had to um, deal with assholes on a daily basis. And guess what? That happens out throughout life. You have to deal with assholes at all times, so you better learn how to do that at an early age so that when, 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 when situations arise in which it is imperative for you to survive among assholes, you know your way around. But that doesn't happen now. Everybody's protected. Everybody is individual. Everybody is good. Everybody is wins. Everybody is the best. And, 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 and this is not a positive thing. If it, this individualization of, of, the, of human beings, it, it may have its positive side. I can see what the positive side of it is because it reinforces um, self-esteem. It reinforces a lot of uh, psychological tools that might be useful. But those same tools can very, very clearly work against you in a very, very violent way. Because um, you have to have some dark side to yourself. You have to know how to deal with um, with the tough situations. Uh, my the mother of my child is always worried that uh, the kid is outside and uh, there might be some uh, rapist and some kidnappers who might take our kid away. Yes, I agree. 
It is a possibility, but it is more likely that he runs across assholes than a killer. Because let me ask you something. How many killers have you met in your life? How many rapists? I hope none. But chances are you have not met many, if any at all. But you sure have met a lot of assholes and a lot of sons of bitches who try to make your life miserable. And the fact that you learn how to navigate through this ocean of bullshit is what somehow... Mm, provides the platform of what your life will be. So this old school teaching of learning how to deal in social groups, of learning how to work uh, with your peers, of learning your place in these groups, your, your, your position, your function. So these groups are not equal. These groups are hierarchical, that word. They're a hierarchy. They're, uh, they're, 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 they're different people have different... Um, uh, different uh, roles in this group. So your, your, your work as you grow up is to find which one of these roles is you fit better and which one of these roles you feel more comfortable or which, on which of these roles you have the best potential to, 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 to grow and to be someone. So you can either be in these groups, usually go from, I'm going to be really basic about this but usually it is well there's the smart one there's the handsome one there's the uh, couraged one there's the hero there's the uh, the comedian the funny guy the smart guy the fool uh, there's always a, a certain position and I'm, again i'm being very basic but that's how we grow up and we learn how to navigate this ocean of bullshit that we are by finding our position in the world now this has severely changed in the past, I would say, 10 to 20 years, I would say 10 years mostly, because of this technology imposed upon us in which your phone is much smarter than you are, and, but we feel free by having a phone in which in a phone and a social media and, a, and a, an avatar. And we do not, we may not be able to see the long-term consequences of this but they are harsh because they are eliminating this dynamic of group that we've been using for thousands and thousands of years and it's the way everything you see in society everything how everything works how everything functions how everything um, ingrains from one thing to another is due to this dynamics of, of functioning uh, having said that, let's go back to Rage Against the Machine before I go on. You gotta fucking do what they told you. That and that. Going coming back. So, having this uh, dynamic broken of socialization, what is the future? Now, I'm scared because I have a small child. And if you do too, you should be. Because uh, there's very little we can teach them about this new way of socialization. Uh, unless you're 18 years old and you have a child and your life is fucked. But if not, if you're a regular person with a certain age and you have a child and you have lived through all these things and you see your child who's somehow being protected from... it's 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 a weird protection because... Bullying is still there. It's just not as visible as before. Uh, whereas before it was pretty clear. You go to the schoolyard and you get your ass kicked and your teeth pulled in by, by, by the bully and, and they steal your lunch 
and or they humiliate you now humiliation is a more subtle digital way so you might be humiliated in the social media among your peers and so 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 the the, the redefining of groups is very present and it's something that we uh, old school people are very uneasy with because it's not a it's not a it's not a comfortable world for us to move about because we were ignorant about it so my question today and my uh, the subject I want to bring forth is what does the future lie what can we do old school people to um, to make to make not not to make but to provide our kids the guys who will be here 40, 50 years from now, because I won't. Chances are you aren't either. So, But they will. They will have my age in 50 years' time. Uh, my son will have my age in 50 years. Uh, so what kind of world do we intend to live them? Uh, I know it's difficult to change the world. It is. It is, it is practically impossible. Real deep changes have come through through hundreds and hundreds of years of deep thinking and, and acting and and rebelling and things now rebellion and action today is very much centralized and it's very much controlled by big tech so there is very little chance that that will happen so i think we uh productive members of society and smart people which i consider myself among that group i hope you do too do have this question of what kind of world are we going to live our kids so i i have come to learn that there are some alternatives which have always been present but i've never had the had the um, you know the, the occasion to witness them which is create a community communes of people going into the into the into the wilderness into farms and create their own communities create their own schools create their own health centers create their own system of being and uh, this has always been I have always related this kind of things with um, with hippies and with uh, pot smokers and various very you know goodwill people tremendously goodwill people but always related to this kind of um, let go of things and and just not participate in, in, in the system. Now, I have recently learned that this is not so, that I have been mistaken all this time because we, we went to, uh, to, I think we witnessed the, what the beginning of the creation of one of these communes is. And uh, these are very smart, very well organized and very capable people. These are architects, these are doctors, these are engineers, these are they're every sort of people who already have a life, who already have already created a, a, a space in this society, you know, a space in which they feel comfortable, in which they, they are successful. However, they still feel that the world is about to change tremendously very soon and they have come to terms that they need to create a special an out of the system community which is not entirely out of the system because as i said these people are smart very smart and they have a power an organizational power that would surprise many of you so they are aware that breaking out of the system is not a good thing there has to be uh, some connection into it 
So these people have kids. These people have, as I said, well, some economic um, background. So they are capable of, of, of uh, buying land, of taking the time to, to do the shift from in the system to out of the system, to prepare things on the other side so that the transition is smooth, so that kids adapt, and to make sure that everything on the other side is uh, at least solid enough for it not to break down before they can they can solidify it strongly so okay so that's uh that's the the story of this past weekend i uh, witnessed uh, i think i witnessed the birth of a commune which we are not going to participate at least not in this one because uh, our situation now is it's really meager and uh we don't have the resources to do it because you do not have to you do need some resources but my question is is this good is this how the future should be? Um, it, it is not an easy step to take. Huh? It is not an easy step to take. Albeit you are not cutting off from society uh, completely, but you are doing so in such a way for the impact to be strong. You know, because you uh, well, you become interdependent among these groups, relationships. I can already see that there's going to be some conflicts among some conflict among certain families, among certain dynamics, among uh, these are people you're going to have to live with and share with completely. So coming back to the point I tried to uh, mention before, which is the individualization against socialization. We have not been taught to work as a social group. We are individualistic. And this has always been the case, but in throughout history there has been this tendency to recognize certain uh, situations and certain uh, benefits of working as a social group and we have united even if it is only for a certain periods of time until the crisis goes through and then we've become individualistic again nevertheless on these times this is becoming really hard and because the social media and the powers that be and politicians have made sure that polarization is complete that there is no dialogue between the groups, that there is nothing to be learned from the other person. Uh, you are right. You are. Uh, you believe the right things, and you can justify this by many means because they find ways to justify anything you believe in. So as of before, you have to see to believe. Now you believe to see. So first you believe something, then you look for the information to confirm what you believe, which is a dangerous thing to do. So when you transfer from the individuali individualization into a social group, this transition, I, for me, and here I'm not thinking about my kid, because for kids this is a natural thing. They work as groups, they work as herds. And you can very clearly see this by, um, by watching a group of kids do that, that they have just met. For example, this past weekend on Sunday we went to this place. I was telling you about these people organizing a commune, and they were about... 10 kids uh, around the age of my son and it wasn't long before they had already organized themselves okay so they were doing things as a group and very quickly very quickly they were okay very very basic thing very kids things but in, in just a matter of maybe half an hour they already knew each one's position within the group and they each had a role and so it was so them is that's not the problem for them the problem i see for them i'm going to speak in a little while the problem is for us how does this dynamic for us adults i mean how does this dynamic influence how 
things will turn out to be because uh, I think the intention of, of taking a, of, of, of going into commune are twofold. One is for your own benefit and second for your offspring to have a better upbringing, a more humane uh, approach and, uh, and a more socialization uh, dynamic, right? But how will our relationships, uh, the, the adults' relationships within a commune affect kids when the situation is so direct and so strong. There's a famous saying, it takes a village to raise a kid. And it's true because it, it, it somehow separates this total dependency of parents that we have in, in, our, in our cities today, in which my kid only looks at us for reference and maybe a little bit the teacher and maybe but but the rest of the families have very 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 little impact on him whereas in a commune this impact is absolute so not only us but everyone around us and the dynamics in which we work do affect him so this is one of my doubts you know are we ready to 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 are we are we sufficiently emotionally psychologically mature to uh, to provide a secure and solid dynamic for the kid to grow into. And second, my second concern is, are we eliminating this kid's ability to work in a regular world? And when I mean regular world is the one, the world that we grew up with, this piece of shit outside my window, you know, in which you have to deal with assholes on a constant basis, you have to confront people because uh, yeah, there's conflict everywhere and you l should learn how to navigate and be part of that system in order to work because I believe that by taking a kid I don't believe it but I have the notion that by putting a kid in a situation in which in, in a commune which is not complete isolation but in a commune it somehow uh, well it's it, it somehow prevents him from from knowing, from having other options in our society, okay? So, I don't know, I have a 25-year-old kid, so I've been through some shit, and I know that kids do not always represent what you want them to be. So what about if my son wants to be a banker, or a lawyer, or, 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 or an engineer? Are we cutting him from that by taking him into a commune and live in these socially humane uh, groups? So last night I was speaking to this very, very, very good friend of mine who, 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 who actually told me that that is not so, that uh, by raising a child within a commune with a social uh, dynamic rather than an individualistic dynamic will not only not prevent him from working in the regular world, but will also give them more powerful tools to apply in the world. And, and that's a good way of seeing it. So. I'm not, I'm not close-minded. I'm not uh, radical, but I like to see other options. And talking to this tremendously good friend of mine gave me a lot, a lot, a lot of insight on that. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to do it, or anytime soon. I may end up doing it because I believe it's the future. Because this shit around us is not working, man. I think uh, radicalization in our world today has become complete. And that is not good, my friends. So we better start looking for some options to get the fuck out of here and to make 
our lives a little better because right here right now things are looking dim you are being you are enslaved somehow you are conditioned the more and more and more and more each day not only that but you're you're agreeing to this conditioning you are demanding that they condition you in exchange for security and that's not what life is supposed to be man that is not what life is supposed to be life is not security life is not safety life is not comfort life is tough and you have to learn how to overcome that toughness and you have to have a purpose in life if you if you only seek security you will end up um, just uh, living for the basic needs for food shelter and, and clothing and, and, and all these uh, Pablo's or whatever the guy's name was uh, basic needs and what a sad life that would be now I'm done with my ranting dirty old man kicking off but let's finish off with rage against the machine now guys have a great day enjoy and share this podcast with whoever thinks whoever you think might enjoy it have a good one guys now you do what they told you 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 now you do what they told you
Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me! Fuck you, I won't do 